All right, so today on the Expert Edge podcast, I'm going to be talking about what I call the trust trio. The trust trio are the three secret ingredients that you have to sprinkle into your content, uh, onto your onboarding sequences, onto any experience that your audience has to quickly build trust. We all know that Facebook ads, advertising, um, and just the marketplace is getting more expensive, more skeptical, and more flooded. And so if you don't have these three things in place, then you're going to be losing sales because the trust isn't going to be built in your audience. And they're going to go to someone else when they should have came to you. And so I think this is going to be super, super helpful for you if you're wanting to take an audience member or an individual in your audience from being cold uh, and a stranger to being red hot and really wanting to work with you. So I'm going to be talking about the the trio of trust. I think it's going to be super helpful and uh, I trust you enjoy it. Hey, let's get into it and make sure you're subscribed if you aren't so you don't miss a beat. We'll talk soon. You are listening to the Expert Edge Podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. All right, so let's talk about this topic of trust because when it comes down to it, building a business is really about creating trust with your audience. And the more people you can create trust with, the more sales you're going to make and the more impact you're going to have and the and you know the more money you're going to make. And so uh, as you grow your audience, uh, what I've noticed is that there are certain strategies that you can use to increase the speed at which trust is created. And you may have heard, you know, that saying of that, you know, that that business happens at the speed of trust, and that is so true. You know, uh, conversions happen at the speed of trust. Think about this. Think about the idea of uh, maybe you got referred to someone uh, before and you didn't, in other words, someone said, hey, you should go and do their program. Like this would be a great fit for you. I've done their program. It's amazing. Like the person is full of integrity. They, they know what they're talking about. They, they see results and they just really care about people. You know, if you got a referral like that to another person's program, how much research would you have to do? How much trust building would you have to do uh, to actually purchase their program? Probably not much, right? And think about it like this. I think in the market right now, you know, uh, we know that Facebook ads are going up quite a lot. Like Facebook ad acquisition costs have been rising quite significantly, especially over the last, you know, uh, year or so. Uh, and as the, all of the t- big tech wars have been going on be- between Google and so forth, uh, so the need, the need for building trust in the marketplace is greater than ever. And think about it like you might be running some ads, maybe you're running a Facebook ad or an opt-in or a PDF or something like that. And the faster you can build trust with someone, the the more likely they are to become a client. And this is the thing is you might be an incredibly trustworthy person who can really help people, but if you don't use the right strategies for building trust, 
then you're actually not going to get as many clients as you actually could. And so based on this idea, because we had, uh, I had a coaching call just the other day in our Self From Stage Elite group, which I do, I do coaching calls with them personally every other week in our program. And someone asked the question, how do I warm up my audience faster? Uh, so with the, with the challenges of Facebook ads getting more expensive, uh, so lead acquisitions becoming more expensive, we, we really have to take care of the leads that are coming in just on the next level. And so as you know, uh, also, I've, I've heard the idea that, you know, basically, this, the, there's been a real movement of people resigning from jobs and starting their own businesses, right? Like through COVID because everything's kind of gone online. And so in our industry specifically, there's been a real saturation of people coming in. Like there's just a sea of people coming in. And so what I'm going to talk about today is strategies that you can use to set yourself apart from the sea of people who are out there. I think these strategies uh, will help you to overcome the skepticism and the resistance that people have when they get to know you. Because I know for me, you know, if I get, going back to that example, if I get referred to someone's program and that program sits within the budget of what I'm willing to spend or wanting to spend, uh, you know, I would say, you know, nine out of 10 times, I will join that person's program. I won't necessarily have to do much research. I won't have to be on their email list for a long time, all that sort of stuff. I just know that, you know, I'm ready to go. I know for me, there's a, a system that we just joined. Uh, and and I, you know, I've just, I know a lot of people who are in, the, in this particular system. And I ended up just joining it without kind of doing a whole lot of research and all that sort of stuff. You know, I just signed up to it. It was you know, 300 bucks a month or something and just signed up to it straight away. And so... The reason why I'm saying this is that if you know how to build trust with your audience, you're going to speed up the client acquisition process. You're going to make more money. You're going to have more of an impact with people's lives and you're going to be able to create the business that you want. And so based on this question that I got got asked by one of my students of how do you warm up your audience faster to get them tr- to trust you, I actually created a framework which I shared with them, but it was so useful and so helpful that I really wanted to share it with you uh, my listeners, because there's always like little bits that come out of these coaching calls that I like to occasionally share with the greater audience to just show you some of the stuff that we're working through and to make sure that you're implementing this stuff as well in your life. Okay, so what I've come up with and what I've noticed is that there are three superpowers to building trust. I'm going to call it the trust trio. So this this conversation here is about how you implement the trust trio. Now, when I go through these uh, these you know things, you'll probably notice unconsciously, or you'll notice within yourself going, "That's really true. That's really true." Like there'll be like a congruence that you'll feel around when I go these through these three ideas because it's actually these three ideas, the trust trio, that builds trust really fast and effectively. And so I'm going to take you through the principles and then I'm going to share with you some practical things that you can do in your business, in your expert business, so that you can speed up the way that trust happens. Okay, so you ready for this? Okay, so the trust trio is made up of three things. The first thing is this, is authority. So in other words, when your audience 
a new person. So think about a, a cold person, someone who doesn't know you, uh, hasn't heard of you. One of the first things that they look for is authority. Now, authority is a sense that there is achievement or there is status in that person's life. Now, I'm not just talking about are they flying around in helicopters and do they have a million followers on Instagram, but I also am talking about that. Now, when I say this, by the way, what's going to come up in you is, oh, Colin, like that's quite egotistical. Like all of that stuff is peripheral. It doesn't really matter that much. Now, Yes, it doesn't, but you, you've got what you've got to realize is when as, as we go through these three, what you'll notice, it's the three of these combined that creates trust. It's not one of them alone, okay? So it's the three superpowers combined that, that creates the trust trio. One of them alone, if you're just showing your, showing your yachts, <laughs> showing your cars, showing your watches, uh, you know, I'm trying to show my watches, uh, <laughs> but but you're just going the status route. What's going to happen is, sure, some people will go, "Oh my gosh, that's really cool!" Like he lives an awesome life, or she lives lives an awesome life. But it's actually going to repel a lot of people because there isn't any connection there. And so, even though it is attractive to a certain point, too much of it creates ego. However. It's really important to acknowledge that having authority in your brand, on your website, in your emails, all that sort of stuff, having authority featured and building your status is, is a really important part of the sales process. And so one of the things that people look for, let me give you some examples of, of how you can do this. So maybe you've been featured in certain magazines, or maybe you've been featured at certain conferences. If you can, if you can feature that, then then that adds you bring across the authority from that feature piece. So just recently, uh, happy to share is uh, I got featured on some major publications for pretty much the first time. I've been featured in a few magazines, but just recently got featured in Inc. And on Forbes, and I've got another one coming out really soon in Entrepreneur. So I'll have Inc. Forbes Entrepreneur. Now I didn't used to have these, right? So these are only really, really recent. But but getting those features, what tends to happen is if you can get a feature in a major publication, then you pull across the status from that publication, and it comes on to you, right? Now now, like I said, this is just the first element. But what are some other ways you can show authority? Results. Maybe you've achieved, maybe you're the number one salesperson in this particular area, or maybe you hit the number one ranking in this, or maybe you were a bestseller um, is a way to have authority, all right? So results, maybe it's just, and that's personal results. What are the personal results you've had? Another one is like testimonials. Maybe there's been some amazing testimonials from students and they've achieved some things personally that have really, um, you know, uh, would elevate your system and show the authority, show the testimonials of the actual students who are going going through it. Another one, and this can sound quite ego, but it's literally like how you look and how your brand looks. So this could be down to the clothes that you're wearing. 
Um, the car that you're driving. Now, I'm not necessarily saying that go out and buy a new car because that's not going to bring in more, more sales, you know, directly. But what I am saying is that is that the status that you project to the world uh, on an unconscious basis, because our brains are built to survive. So you got to get this right. Our brains are built to survive, and so if we see someone with status unconsciously, there's something that's triggered in us that goes like, and this is for the general population, obviously there's extremes to this, but the general population goes, oh, that person is ahead of me, or that person is further down the road, or that person has more money. But on an unconscious, on a really deep unconscious level, it's actually that, oh, wow, there's there's potential like opportunity or safety being close to that person because they've got access to things. And so even though you may not describe it like that, on an unconscious level, there's something that goes off in us. That's why brands are attractive. That's why when you're wearing a brand, you know, there is there is an attraction to it why people would want to spend $20,000 on a Louis Vuitton bag as opposed to $20, you know, on a on a you know a random Vons bag or something. <laughs> Vons. I don't even know if they have bags. But you you know what I mean, right? And so what I'm saying is that put aside the eco egotistical side of things. Having brands, status, um, testimonials, results, features, all that sort of stuff, it unconsciously creates a desire in another person to go, wow, that person has achieved something. Now, whether it's real or not is a whole nother conversation. Like we all know about the influencers who hire jets and don't actually own them and hire cars and don't actually own them. Like we all know about, and I'm not talking about being fake, but what I'm talking about is making sure that there is enough status, enough authority in your branding, in your emails, in your uh, the way that you communicate with your audience when they join your database, etc., that shows to them, hey, this person has authority in the market, right? And so maybe it's you've written a book is an authority piece. Maybe you're a bestseller or writing a book. Maybe it's like, a, you know, maybe it's how many downloads you've had on your podcast, Maybe it's uh, how much money you've made, whether you know you feel comfortable sharing that. Maybe it's what, like I said, what features you've had, what results you've got. These are all different ways that you build authority and status. And authority and status is one of the fastest ways to start the trust process. It doesn't fully establish the trust process. It doesn't create the conversion that itself. But it is actually the fastest way to create, or should I say, to start the trust process. Think about it like this. If you go on to someone's ad on Facebook, right? You've never seen them before. And there's just a photo of them talking, or there's a photo of them talking. And then underneath it, it says featured on Forbes, Entrepreneur, Inc., you know, uh, all the different business insider. And it's like, you got brands underneath there. There's going to be this sense of, oh, this person must know what they're talking about. Or this person is a is a leader in what they do because they've been featured by leading, you know, leading publications. And so what I'm saying here is don't overlook the side of authority. And I know for everyone, even if you're starting out, I, I bet there's something that you can find 
that can amplify your authority more than you do, more than you you are doing right now. So that's the first part of the trio of trust, how to take someone from cold to warm really fast. Are you ready for the second part? The second part is is what I'm calling competent competence. Now, competence is the skill. So if we go back to authority, authority is about status. And the question is, is, you know, is is this person uh I mean the the status one, this this authority one is is this person a leader? Right? Like do other do other people look to them uh, you know, in what they do? The second thing is competence, which is can this person help me? And is this person good at what they do? So this question of, can this person help me to get where I want to go faster and easier? That's the question that this second part of the trust trio answers. And so what I'm saying here is that people are asking this question of going, is this person the real deal? In other words, do they have integrity in what they're saying. So maybe you're making some claims of, you know, that you can help someone achieve achieve a certain thing or you've achieved a certain thing, which gives you status. But then the second question is, is like, are they the real deal? Like, are they actually good at what they do? Is there a level of competence? And is there a process that they have used with other people that can, that can get me a great result as well. If you remember the podcast, if you haven't listened to the podcast, uh, I think it was on the, the previous podcast that I was just recording. And I talked about the really like the three ways that you, um, you sell a product or three ways to feel confident selling your course. And definitely go and check that out because I talk about the three shifts you need to make to feel confident selling your course. But the second shift was this idea of, You've seen the process of what you teach work in someone else's life, not just yours. And so that is kind of what I'm talking about here. It's like there's like two levels to this competence piece of the trio is that is that you're good at what you do. So in other words, you show them and that could be by it could be once again by the results you've got or this is like the how-to side of things. This is the, maybe you show them some really practical things. Hey, why don't you go and do this straight away and you'll notice this result or let me share with you a strategy that will work right away. So the competence side of things is showing them that you know what you're talking about. Two ways I'll usually do it is you actually give them some helpful content. It's like some how-to content, some practical strategies that they can use and use straight away. Now that could be delivered over email, that could be delivered over a PDF or a, or a video or like there's so many different ways that you can deliver like how-to strategies. But that's the first question is they someone asks like is this person helpful? Can they help me? And then that second question goes even deeper of like can they really help me? Are they are they the real deal? Are they really good at what they what they do? And you can show that as well by case studies. Maybe you've got some great case studies. One of the things that I teach in Self from Stage Academy is when you're teaching on a webinar or you're teaching on you know some sort of virtual platform that you don't just tell a result of a student. You take them on a case study journey. So in other words, you actually do a story arc of the case study that the student went on. So it's not about just going, hey, Jenny achieved this result. It's like, hey, when Jenny first started implementing this strategy, she was really stuck with this and she was struggling with that. 
and then she, and she had these desires of seeing a change in her life, but she just felt stuck. And then what happened was she started to do this and then saw a change in her life. And after this started to happen, she amplified that and then that brought her to this result. And the lesson we have was that when Jenny did this, we should do that. Now that's an <laughs> I know that's kind of like a like a vague example, nothing specifics in there, but that kind of shows an example of of a case study as opposed to, hey, Jenny achieved this, and so this just works really well, right? And so when you're answering this competence question of is this person good at what they do and can they help me, you have to show them on two levels that. You can help them personally and you, you give them practical strategies, useful, helpful content. And also you can really break down some great case studies to help people to do that. So I want you to be thinking about this as we're going through right now, um, as you're listening to this going, hey, am I giving enough authority in my content? Either am I giving enough, showing enough competence in my content when I'm warming people up when they join my database when they get to know me on my Instagram like is this blend there enough so there's so I've gone through two things of the three of the trio of trust we're going to call it the trio of trust so the first thing's authority the second thing is competence so authority is about status competence is about skill and then it comes down to the third piece and this is very aligned with with uh you know the nature of our economy and and the marketplace at the moment which is which is which is connection. So the third piece is built on connection. Now connection is usually built through vulnerability. So vulnerability are the stories you share, the challenges you talk about, the difficulties you're going through, and it's also likability would would be infused into this vulnerability as well. So likability is usually answered like by answering the question of, are you like me? In other words, are do we have similar values? Do we have similar visions? Um, do we have similar like challenges? Or maybe you've had similar challenges to your audience like before, before you turned into the 2.0 version of yourself. You know, because usually we're selling, we're, we're helping the, the 1.0 version of ourselves in the area of expertise that we have. And so connection is, is the third part of the trio. And so connection, like I said, is is answering that or showing to the audience what you are about. And and it can't even be like showing to the audience what your life is like. Like, where do you live? What are the values you have? Do you care about animals? Do you care about nature? Do you care about the oceans? Do you care about dolphins? Do you care about like, what are the things that you care about? What are the causes you're involved in? What are your values? What's your vision? Uh, You know, like what's important to you? Do you have kids? Are you married? Um, Like what's your lifestyle like? Like there's all these little things that can involve, you know, that really show a picture of who you are. What are some of the more difficult experiences you've gone through and what were the breakthroughs that you learned from that? And so connection is really showing who you are to your audience. And so what happens is when you're vulnerable with your audience and you show them who they are, who you are, there's a likability and connection that occurs with your audience. And when I say audience, I'm talking about an individual who joins your email list, who watches your Facebook Live, who becomes a part of your community. And all of a sudden, these three things start activating. 
And so think about it like this. This is this is like super powerful. Is that when you combine a blend of authority, in other words, showing that, hey, I'm a leader, like I'm really good at what I do, competence, which is, hey, I can even help you to get faster, easier results than you've ever wanted ever ever been able to get before. And connection, which is, and you know what? I I'm I'm quite like you, and also I just really care about you. Like there's a level of vulnerability, connection, and love at its deepest level that you're showing. And when you when you can bring these three things together um, in your communication, what it does for your audience is it moves them from from you being a stranger to being someone who they like, they know, and they trust. And it moves you from being someone who is, you know, uh, maybe maybe they've got some skepticism around to quickly being someone who maybe they're actually willing to hand over money, commitment, time, energy, whatever it is, to get help from you and actually, you know, move forward, move forward with you. And so these three things need to be delivered to your audience. Now you can deliver them on so so many platforms. You can deliver them on Instagram. You can deliver them on Facebook. You can deliver them on your email sequence. You can deliver them on your webinar. Like, but but for me, these are the three frames that I'm looking for whenever someone joins my email list. And if you haven't, like I would even just join just to like watch how I do it and so forth. If you haven't joined. You can go to um, Persuasive Content Builder. Just type in persuasivecontentbuilder.com. Go and download the Persuasive Content Builder if you haven't yet or or uh, one of my other guides, like maybe the, uh, if you go to Sell with Story Guide, Sell with Story Guide, download it there. And you'll notice there's like, there's like a few series of emails that come through and they build these things. They build connection. They build competence. They're like helpful. Um, I've got like some videos and some stories about who I am and what I'm about and all that sort of stuff. And then they build authority, which is, hey, I'm also really good at what I do. And so this is the thing is that when you have this balance of these three things together, the, the authority of, hey, I'm really good at what I do, combined with the connection and vulnerability of, hey, but I've struggled as well. And we've actually got similar values. And then, and then sprinkled with, the competence of, and I've got this skill that I'm masterful at, and we can actually deploy it in your life as well, so you can get results. Wow, that creates trust. All of a sudden, the person moves from being a stranger to being someone that they are willing to do business with. And then when we're talking about the idea of doing this over the internet, you know, like I said, this can be done through emails, through videos, through uh, Facebook Lives through just what you're posting, the content you're posting and cycling through on your, um, you know, on your social media, etc. And so for me, you know, if if I'm running a webinar or if I'm running a training series or if I'm running something, you know, where basically people are still getting to know me and and working out whether I'm someone that they are wanting to learn from. I'm making sure that these three things are in the flavor of the conversation so that there's no hindrances, there's no blockages between me and them. So that if they do decide to go, hey, I want to learn how to sell authentically on a webinar or a live stage or a, you know, or a video series or something, I want to learn how to do that, Colin. 
I will be the person that they choose as opposed to someone else because they see that I've got authority, I've got leadership, I've got connection, I actually care about them and I've got competence, I know what I'm talking about and the system works for other people. And so can you see how these things work together? So I hope this has been helpful. Uh, as always, I'm always trying to bring something helpful, something really useful and inspiring for you on the expert edge. If this has been helpful, please write a comment down below on the iTunes uh, podcast. Uh, leave a review of what's been most helpful from this conversation. Take 30 seconds. I'd really, really appreciate that. If you haven't downloaded the um, Sell With Story guide or the Persuasive Content Builder, make sure to download that. It's uh, sellwithstoryguide.com or persuasivecontentbuilder.com. And uh, yeah, I just hope this has been helpful. Take a screenshot as well. Tag me in your Instagrams uh, and at Colin Boyd. I'd uh, love to hear what was most helpful, most useful from this. Hey, I appreciate you. Hope you're doing well. Hope this blesses you and get out there and build an expert business that makes an impact and also makes a lot of money. Appreciate you guys. We'll talk soon. Bye for now. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step -step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.